Hey lovebirds, welcome back to another episode of Love Lessons 101, hosted today by me, Dr. Durham. So on today's episode, we're focusing all on the power of unity in relationships. May the church say amen. And also, we're on a mission to save Chris and Kayla's relationship all the way in Cincinnati, Ohio. So Chris wrote to me saying that him and his fiance, Kayla's relationship and wedding is at stake because Kayla's selfishness is weakening their relationship. Chris says that Kayla only cares about her interests and her career, showing no concern for his interests and aspirations in life and definitely no support. Their connection is disintegrating and the clock is ticking until their wedding day that may or may not even happen at this point. Oh no, see... This is what we can't have. Mm-mm. Let's remain positive. Get the positive energy out there. And I'm glad you came to me sooner than later. So off the bat, immediately, I can tell that the problem within you guys' relationship is the lack of unity. And sure, technically, you know, you guys will be officially, you know, unified um, after getting married. But the concept of union is essential way before marriage, way before engagement everything it's the beginning so the traditional understanding of union in a relationship is you know the typical people say what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine and some people really live by this and they like that concept and that understanding but people like Kayla and even myself believe that there's a way you can you know behave as a union with your partner without still while still remaining autonomous it's definitely possible and from what you told me it sounds like that's kind of what Kayla wants and it sounds like you guys are just having like a mix-up of understanding of union you sound like you're going more with the you know traditional understanding of union you know happy wife happy life so that's what it sounds like you're going for and it sounds like she's going for yeah like you know union but I still want to focus on me so This contrast of union has definitely caused a lot of problems in a lot of people's relationships. And this is not the first time I've gotten entry um, about this. That's why it was so easy to tell what the issue was just reading um, your letter. And basically, okay, so we already went over the traditional understanding of union. And the contrasting understanding of union is known as the Federation of Selves. And I know that sounds really technical and it's like, what is that? So basically, the Federation of Self says that as a union, two can fall in love and be in love while still keeping and regulating their individual interests as long as each partner respects each other's interests. I know I just said a lot. So let's just put it in simpler terms. (laughs) Basically, it says in simpler terms that we don't have to share similar interests to be a union. You know what I mean? Like, I can aspire to be, let's say, the president of the United States. And my husband may aspire, may aspire to be a rapper or an artist. And as long as we respect each other's ambitions and offer support when needed, that's enough for a union. You know, we're still a union. Even though we're going down two different paths and, you know, we have two different interests and you know, it's just, it doesn't, that has nothing to do with it. It should not play a part on you guys' union and on you guys' relationship. So I feel like it may not be that Kayla only wants to focus on herself because I'm pretty sure if that was the case, she wouldn't be in a relationship with you. I feel like it's more so just 
she just believes that she can be a union with you without having to drop focusing on improving her career. Like she feels like she should not have to give that up. And that is very understanding because you have to understand that you have to always remember. And this is what I tell like my friends and colleagues and everything is just always remember the person or the type of person your partner was before they were your partner. Okay. Me, for example, I come, I stem from, you know, a upbringing of being independent. You know, I've always been in control of what I want out of life and what I want to do and my interests. And I've always been in control of that being the only child for 10 years of my life. And I just always been that independent type of person. And usually people who are those independent types, once they get in relationships, they it's hard for them to adjust. They want to. You may want to, but it's just kind of hard because now you have to remember, okay, so I still have my interests, but now I have this whole other person and their interests and now I have to accommodate and I don't want to feel like I'm giving up what I care about to care about the same things that they care about, you know? So I feel like it's just that inner battle that she may be going through. I don't think it's anything personal. I don't think it's that she does not want to support you. And I definitely do not think that's because she doesn't care about you because she would not have said yes when you proposed. Trust me. And yeah, so I just don't think that is that's the case. Um, and I don't get me wrong. Compromises are made in relationships, all relationships, all types of loves. Compromise is essential. You're going to have to compromise certain things. So to say to you, Kayla, Speaking of compromising, you may just have to compromise um, the amount of time and attention that you're giving your career, but not to say that you have to give up your career. You know what I mean? So I think Chris is just asking you to compromise your time, not give up your career because he doesn't want to feel neglected. You can still aspire to do and anything you want to do. But just make sure you're giving enough time too to care about what he's doing and to, you know, inquire about what's going on with him and, you know, where is he standing? You know, that's a part of being in a relationship. You like you have to do that. It's compromising. When it was just you on your own, you didn't have to do that. All you had to worry about, you know, was you. And I completely understand that. And it is not an easy transition. So, Chris, I ask you to be with her and stick with her through it because it is not easy. It's not easy to now have to care about this person and that person and this and that and what they like and what they don't like and what affects them, what affects you. It is a lot. (laughs) It is really a lot. And sometimes you may think you're so ready for a relationship and then you get in it and then now it's like you're overwhelmed. It, It can be a lot. Okay, really. I completely understand that. So like I said, just look at it in that light. Just sacrifice a little bit of your time. Um, but not your career. Nobody's asking you to give up your career and not want to do anything and just focus on Chris and what he wants to do. No one's saying that. Now, on the flip side, I entirely understand, too, Chris's concern that you don't really care about his interests and ambitions. And like I was saying, just understand that you can practice autonomy while still showing that you care and support each other. You know, I can still have my do my own thing and still show you that I care about what you're doing too. It's not, you don't have to give up anything. And my favorite way to always explain this to my clients and, you know, and friends and everything is 
by Robert Nozick's idea of we, which is just another term for union. But he explains it so it's so amazing. The way he explains it is just so it just it resonates so well. I feel like with a lot of people that's in a relationship. And basically the we is another term for union that revolves more so with loving and caring about the well-being of your partner despite what the case is. So like I was saying, I don't care I may not agree with the path that you're going down or I don't I may not agree with you doing something, but if you're happy from it, then it makes me happy. I feel good when you feel good. It's really a soul tie. And at first when I read his um his work Love's Bond, this is where he explains it. At first I wasn't understanding what he was saying and then when I started, you know, comparing it to like my relationship I was like this is so true like I really find myself you know feeling this way it's a soul tie and soul ties exist more like it extends from just partners but it could be family friends you know people that you just genuinely love and care for and so now I know you're probably like okay so do we have a we like I don't know like do we and the way you know that you formed the we with someone is like I said, when your souls are tied, when you're happy, when you see them happy, and then when they're sad or something bad happens to them, you hurt too. And sometimes you may hurt even more. And then, and also when you find yourself like consulting with them before making a decision about things that have nothing to do with them, that is another sign we form the we. Because I'm making a decision on something that has nothing to do with you, but ultimately it clicks like automatically i'm like okay wait no let me let me let me ask um you know my partner let me see what they say because you value their opinion so much and you just you always i don't know it's weird it's just like you feel like you have to even though you don't have to and sometimes like i know even like with me and my relationship i may ask my um my boyfriend something and he says like he gives me you know his opinion but he was like you know like it's not up to me like you know you didn't have to ask me like go ahead you can do it and it's just weird because you just feel like you have to. Like, with anything, the slightest thing, the biggest decisions, you just always feel like you have to consult with them. And that's definitely how you know you formed a we. Um, and another thing to know that you, um, what you call it, formed the we is just, you know, just like I said, like, everything concerns them. Like, it's it's... It's a we like I know I'm sounding like really vague right now, but I'm just trying to put it in different terms when you also know you form the we basically when other people start identifying your relationship as a unit as well. Now, I'm not saying people to just be able to identify. Oh, yeah, that's a couple. Yeah, we know them. Like, yeah, that's um, they're a couple. No, when friends, when your friends start, um, referring to you guys as a unit you know they don't know they no longer just invite you they invite you guys and you're like in your head you're like who's you guys and you automatically know you and your boyfriend you and your partner they know that's a we they feel like you know we can't invite one without the other because you guys are a unit and when people have to respect your your you and your partner as a unit that's how they know that that's how they know you're a we and that's how you know that you guys have formed a we because it's not just about one or the other it's a package a package deal that's how i like to think about it 
even with friendships, it's a package deal. Me and my um, me and my best friend, people know you can't invite one of us, not the other. It's a package deal. We're, we're coming together. <laughs> so that's definitely it's just that's how, you know, and it's just a feeling. You'll know when you form that way. And I'm pretty sure that you guys have already formed that way because you're engaged and I don't think you would get engaged with somebody that you don't feel those soul ties and those, you know, those consulting um, things with like, you're not going to, you're not going to marry somebody that you don't have that with. So just make sure though, that you guys do have a really strong we, because that is, that's essential in union, union itself. That means together. And now some people, you know, have controversy about Nozick's idea of we because they're like, okay, so you're saying that we're tied, you know, we're so tied and I have, I consult with them about everything before I do it. So how is there any practice of autonomy? And I completely, that's the same thing I said in the beginning, because if autonomy is essential to a union, then how could forming a we, how do I practice autonomy in a we? So basically... And the way it is, is does autonomy, does we have autonomy? Yes, it does. Now, the way Nozick basically explains it is that it's two, it's two ways you can look at a we relationship, a we situation, relationship, whatever you want to call it. It's either the individual is recognizing themselves as a part of the we or they're recognizing the we as a part of themselves but either way it's interchangeable either way they're the part the person is recognizing the we as a part of themselves it has something to deal with them so there's still autonomy and the fact that the we does respect the we respects your autonomy it respects that you um you do what you do, your partner does what they what they do, and but at the end of the day, you guys are showing concern for each other's interest and it's called a pooling autonomy. That's what it is. That's the actual term for it. So although Chris's interests may be different from you know yours, Kayla, just still take the time to show him support and interest that he's interested in something as well. It's not even so much as interest in what he's doing because you may not even have interest in what he's doing, but you're interested that he has an interest that he's partaking in. That's called pooling autonomy. And it's still in a way a we because what your partner does affects you, you know, like that you guys are together. So if my partner makes a poor decision, we make a poor decision. If my partner gets into for example if my partner gets into the stock market and i tell him from the beginning like you know i don't think that's a good idea but he goes through with it and he takes a loss i take that loss so i have i throughout i'm going to support him and i'm going to be positive with him because i want nothing but success for him even if i don't agree with what he's doing that's called pooling autonomy and that's how autonomy is present present in a week so it's more than possible and i think you guys should really just evaluate you know that we that entity that you're creating we is about creating something together while still having your own interests on the side it's more than possible it is definitely possible as long as you're keeping in mind the well-being of your partner if that is your main concern 
making sure i know me personally in my relationship i love to make sure that my partner is okay because if they're okay then i'm okay because if they're not okay it's no way i can be okay and it sounds i know it sounds a little crazy like yeah get really like glued to somebody but that's really what it is when you love someone that's love as a union that's exactly what it is literally just the way i explained it that's love as a union I don't care if I get good news today and then my partner comes and he got bad news. I'm going to feel bad. And he's in an, on his part. He's going to feel happy for me, too, even though I'm feeling bad for him because we're it's we're together. It's a together thing. So my success is his success and his praise. And then my failure is his sadness. And, you know, he wants to help me. That's what keeps the relationship bonded. That's the union in it. And another important tip to um, union in a relationship is that you want to make sure that you form a we with the person being the most authentic version of yourself. Okay, you do not want to put on a front with someone and have them, you know, form this we with you. And then now you guys are just not even compatible because you were putting on a front and it's always going to come to light. Okay, so I always tell people, especially like my friends, do not put on this different persona to get somebody because when you get that person, you're going to have to keep up and live up to that persona and that is tiring. (laughs) Trust me, I've been there, I've done it. Do not do that. Be the most authentic version of yourself. They will fall in love with you. You want them to fall in love with you, not some made-up person or the person that you think they want. No. Be you all the time, 100%. You know, if you're trying to form a union, this could be just getting in a relationship with somebody in general. You have to be the most authentic version of yourself to form the most authentic version of a we and the most healthiest version of a we. And I know I said a a mouthful, but I like to really stress this because a relationship without union, in my opinion, is just not a relationship. Like, it's just really not. It's just two souls that, you know, they're attracted to to each other and they like talking to each other and spending time with each other. And that's it. Like, there's nothing more to it. You You want something more to it, you know? So summing up everything, like I said, Kayla, just try to, you know, manage your time. I'm pretty sure you're more than capable. If you really love this man, you will find a way. Manage your time to show that you um, you have interest in Chris' interest and that you support him through whatever decisions he makes as long as it's, you know, healthy decisions and respect each other's autonomy. Chris, and then Chris, on your part, you need to work on effectively communicating any concerns you have with Kayla, you should feel comfort, more than comfortable enough to go to her and tell her, like, listen, you know, I've been feeling this way before quitting, okay? Because when you said that your relationship, your, no, not relationship, your marriage is at stake and that this wedding wouldn't even be happening, it really, it, it, my heart dropped. Like, that's, that's really sad. And this is the point in your life where you guys are supposed to be really excited. It's leading up to the days of your wedding. This is supposed to be the happiest days for you guys. So I really hope that this, um, that I helped out and that this episode, you know, it gave you the direction and everything that you were looking for because I just really feel like 
a weed is really like not even just a weed because it's not even just a weed weed is only a part of it but a union is essential in a relationship and once i because i know for me personally um union was never really a problem for me um me, my, me and my boyfriend we've i yeah our union it's been really strong i've been my boyfriend since i was 12 years old and i am 19 going on 20 and throughout our entire relationship it's always been about us um we always put each other we always think about each other you know every day our well-being so it's union has never really been a problem we've always just been connected um physically you know spiritually mentally so that's never really been a problem but i feel like once you guys master that you are definitely ready for marriage and you guys will have a long successful marriage and i hope this episode gave you the um advice you needed the motivation you needed to work on you guys relationship because you guys are going to get married i'm claiming it there is no no mm -mm, there's no at stake no no i don't care if you have to listen to this episode 10 times and get yourself in check you guys are gonna get married you're gonna have a lovely marriage and enjoy eternity eternity with each other and i hope i wish you nothing but the best and Make sure you tune in for the next episode. And I hope this can touch people and help more people than just Chris and Kayla. Because I know this is a common problem. So people go out there, work on your unions, be great, form those weeds, and live a happy life. Catch you in the next episode.